tell us how you got monetized. I get to make money and I get to make people happy. They had to attack them. They had to find any type of way to attack them. And they end up missing. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Social media is so saturated nowadays. There's so much content. There's so many podcasts. There's podcasts out right now talking about the same things yeah. that I've talked about on my podcast. But I had to kind of find a way to try to be more original and more different with every podcast. So, so how would you say you find ways to just be original with your content? The type of videos that I shifted towards now, as far as like when it comes to vlogs, is doing them in kind of like a documentary style. I let my videos like pile up over time. Like how I was telling you about the whole like event that changed my life and everything. Mm -hmm. I got all of that in that video. So it was a lot of emotion in that video. It was like a emotion evoking video. So I had to really start putting a lot more thought into how I structure my videos. Asking myself from a viewer standpoint, like how do I want the viewer to feel when they watching this part of the video, when they watching this specific part of the video? And then going from that specific part of the video, how do I want them to feel transitioning into this next part of this video? It's just a matter of finding your own lane like finding out like I said what works for you and that's what I kind of figured worked for me because doing the vlogs the normal way like everybody's doing those it's kind of saturated but not everybody is doing documentary style videos where it's like it's piled up over a certain amount of time they're just kind of like shooting and posting as opposed to really sitting down and chopping the videos up so that they are structured a certain way so they flow cohesively I know it's been working because like the people that watch my videos they've literally gone so far as to DM me and he can vouch like I posted some of them like, people literally telling me like they are watching me from like Africa or some shit like that telling me how good they think my videos are like how good my videos make them feel and like how my videos make their day and shit like that and then for me it's like I'm just posting videos like I'm just you feel me I'm doing some shit that I love bro but to them to hear them like giving these heartfelt reactions real to them engagement. yes like real engagement giving real feedback it just makes it all that much more fun for me because I would've did this shit for free so you add the money into it I get to make money and I get to make people happy you feel me I get to evoke a certain emotion out of each person that's watching my video and that's the best feeling in the world that's all I ever asked for you just gotta figure out your audience know your audience and how you wanna make them feel I fuck with like the documentary style type of videos and this is one clip in They Clone Tyrone and he was like smoking then he was like bench pressing he was like doing the same thing I wanna transfer from YouTube I wanna like actually make like actual movies like that's what mm -hmm. I'm doing for my major like mass communications that's like what Spike Lee did mm -hmm. like, now he like making movies I wanna do the same thing I wanna make like little documentary movies because like when you like put something on the screen like people could go and watch mm -hmm. it see, like they could definitely see like different perspectives and the way like people seeing it and like when you get a whole bunch of people like a different perspective like that's when they could like share that perspective that they got from you and give it down to like different people and like because you know like just like i told you they clones high wrong i'm giving you my point of view from it i feel like and then we Saying that on the podcast, like people gonna go look at they mm -hmm. Tyrone and get their own perspective from it, mm -hmm. and it's all gonna build one like narrative, which yeah, I'm yeah. big on like narratives for yeah. sure. Podcast is definitely where I want to start out at, but the documentary styles or I'm in Gazi. I'm in Gazi, the greatest fraud of all time. He talks about the education system. He got in so deep. He's talking about the Rothschilds. He's talking about mm -hmm. the banking system. He's talking about the yeah, 16, 1700. He's going down a whole rabbit hole, just exposing the truth and enlightening, you know what I mean, everyday yeah. people like us with information that is not publicly accessible. Mm -hmm. You don't hear about the Rothschilds or you don't hear about the top five families that control the world or you yeah. don't hear about all the companies being owned 
by the same people. Like, mm-hmm. you don't hear about the monopolies and the things that really play off in this world. So for him to come on YouTube and expose this stuff, like, it's, it's crazy. And this is definitely a path that I would want to take. Keep on going with this, make adjustments when yeah. needed, end up going to this type of form of content with mm-hmm. my own original twist to it. Only so really scary thing about it is, like, when people, like, get real deep into, like, exposing the truth, they always end up getting quieted. Yeah, you know who uh, Doctor CB is? Doctor Sebi. Yeah, Doctor CB is. No. He basically came up with like the cure for cancer, and he ended up dying. So yeah, they dying. say, or like yeah. getting like he had a disease or something. So they say you really gotta watch out. You know what I'm saying? I really don't know y'all opinions on him. I know most people do hate him, but like you got guys like Andrew Tate, right? His views were over the system. Yeah, and by his views being over the system, they had to attack him. They had to find any type of way to attack him. But mm-hmm. they're gonna try to attack you any way they can when they see you someone with influence. Yeah. If you do your research, like there's people that that get too much influence. There's people that come out with their own currency. There's people that yeah. expose information and they end up missing mm-hmm. because at some point if you exposing too much or if you talking too much they're gonna find a way to yeah. silence you lock you up or kill you that's what fred hampton was doing with the black panther movement the wig program mm-hmm. like he's bringing like the white people together and like all different diverse races together it was like getting like so powerful like they, they had to shut him down for real and then they control the narrative and make them look like terrorists Here's the big question. How the hell you got monetized? That's the big question. Because I know a lot of people, especially starting out YouTube channels, it looks impossible if you go to the uh, hell yeah. to your settings that and then you look so far away. The bar. Tell us how you got monetized, man. Bro, like, I was definitely that nigga. Looking at my YT tracker all day, every day. Like oh watching God. that bitch slowly move up one hour at a time, two hours at a time, checking this bitch every day, multiple times a day. I ain't gonna lie, this YouTube shit, this was like a real, like, dream, bro. Like, I was doing this shit since fifth, sixth grade, and I just got monetized this past summer. Y'all can do the math on how long fifth grade to freshman year of college is. Like, I'm posting videos consistently, like, gaining nothing in return. Like, as far as monetary value, I'm not gaining nothing in return. I just never stopped posting, bro. Like, I just paid attention to my audience. I paid attention to my analytics. I paid attention to what was attracting my audience. I paid attention to the thumbnails I was making. The way that YouTube is working now, they kind of favor like the minimal thumbnails and shit like that. At the end of the day, this is a, a real business. So you still got to like look at it as such. So when I started looking at it like that, when I first started, I was just posting it and telling people to subscribe to my channel. And of course, the people that was fucking with me, they'll subscribe just off the off the muzzle. I had to realize for the type of videos that I was making, a lot of those people wasn't actually interested in that. They was just showing love. They was just showing support. After a while, I stopped posting my videos all together on my social medias because I didn't want my personal audience, like the people that knew me in real life and shit, I didn't want them to, unless that was what they was actually into, I didn't want them to look at it. I didn't want them to know about it. So I was posting videos and not promoting them at all. I was literally just promoting them to my audience on YouTube, on my community tab. So that was the only way I would like let people know that I was posting. And after a while, I posted the video, uh, Dread Journey video. It was basically like my one year dreadlock transformation. I didn't post no type of hair videos and nothing like that beforehand. But people in my audience in the comments was telling me like they liked my hair. People were saying, how did I get my locks along? What did I do with what steps did I take to get there? How did I start off? They was asking me to post like a transformation video. So I ended up listening. This, I still didn't post. I didn't promote this video or none of that. 
It never saw the light of day on my social media. I just posted it and let it do what it did. Like the first week, it got like 10,000 views. I knew that I had me one shit. I'm not gonna lie. Like now that bitch had like probably like 110,000 views. I had some other videos blow up as well. Best Christmas gifts for basketball players. I was posting a lot of basketball videos and shit like that. So mm -hmm. that one did well. It was a few other ones that did well. They got like a couple 10,000 views and shit like that. But the one that really helped was that video. was the Dread video because it was a trending topic. But I ended up not continuing to post that because that's not what I wanted to post. I ended up using that audience that I was bringing in and posting the type of videos that I actually wanted to post. And whoever stuck around, they stuck around. And, like, now they just around. But whoever didn't, they didn't. And that's, you know, it is what it is. That's really, like, all it was to it. You can't really overthink it, but you do got to pay attention to the analytics. Pay attention to your audience. Pay attention to your analytics tabs. Pay attention to the keywords, what works, what doesn't work. That's all it is Don't get discouraged when you don't right, get that Right, right. Because you're not going, oh, bro, like, you're not going to start out getting a million views, getting a thousand views. It's part of the process you said you don't really promote the videos that you post to your personal audience the people that know you personally and that's something that i don't do that's why i thought that that was pretty interesting you wanted to find your own audience you wanted yeah. to find a new audience you wanted youtube to you know what i mean take your video and find you a whole new audience for that and that's smart because now you still have your own mm -hmm. personal audience and you have a new audience yeah. with me it's mainly just my personal audience and i got a few new newcomers here mm -hmm. and there but it's mainly my personal audience, and uh, that's really what I'm trying to do now is expand out, find my new audience, and progress that way. That's literally just because I wanted to start posting a specific type of videos that I knew I wanted my own niche for. Like, I wanted my own community, you feel me? But when it comes to doing stuff like this, it's like you kind of have to promote. For one, and you're doing it with local like local people or, like, motherfuckers that's, you feel me, all within a certain area. Mm -hmm. So, like, by promoting, I mean, you just only opening the door for other people. But, I mean, in my case, it was like, you feel me? I'm not doing a podcast and stuff like yeah. that. But, I mean, it's different. But, like I said, to each his own, it all is still, like, it takes trial and error. It's going to take you to bump your head a few times to figure out basically just what works and what doesn't work, you know? It's just like anything else. <clears throat> Growing up, I was always, I don't want to say the class clown, but basically I could say, like, the class clown, like, the entertainer in the class. And I just realized, like, my teachers would be mad at me, but they would also say, like, yeah, one day you're going to be on stage. So then I just took that, and I was like okay cool i'm gonna make a youtube channel my first youtube video was like 2018 2017 i just stopped and then i kept going it was like during quarantine i just started doing reaction videos and things of that nature and then i transferred to like twitch and then i had started doing e-days and when i had started doing e-days that's when i had started meeting the local people that was doing the same thing in chicago and that's when like we had just joined together and we did we had just made like a code to like just keep doing this and like like don't stop because like it's very like in chicago you don't really have too many like creators mm -hmm. on youtube that like are really like yeah, out no. there like that they're like more like prevalent in like other areas like atlanta yeah like i went to set a stone in like chicago and be like what are the YouTube is to like make it out and like put on for like they city and I had seen that and I just had kept going now then I had transferred over to like doing the little public interviews when the quarantine was over that's when I really like met my peak point I had just started doing like videos that just came to mind and I just started seeing views and things of that nature I just never stopped until like a year ago I had stopped I had made like a blind day video mm -hmm. and it had had like 18k views like, I feel like I had got too comfortable and I stopped like I didn't make a video 
video like a year later. That's like only probably my only regret because I feel like if I never stopped, I probably would have been at least at like 10K, 15K. It's hardest when you first start. Like right now, I'm going through a lot because yeah. I'm first starting. But once you build your foundation up, you got your videos, yeah. focusing on your next project, getting better and better every single video, that's when you start seeing the numbers and stuff. And then the numbers, they going to grow exponentially. I have 300 subscribers right now, right? When I first started, bro, like I had like 20, you know what I mean? I'm building up 21. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I got another subscriber today. Like bro, that's how I be. Yeah. And then it looks up and now I'm getting like five a day, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's gradually building up and then it'll be to a point where it just might blow. You feel me? Bro, so once you get to that 1K threshold, they're going to start just pushing your stuff more. They start pushing your shit on a recommended way more when you get past that 1K. And that's what I did for TikTok too during quarantine. I was making like crazy videos, like white boys invited to the family barbecue. I had seen it. I was like, damn, I, I have I was getting like a thousand. I was like, okay. One day I had realized like my video was like like at four hundred and fifty K and I had like since then I was making videos every day. I had like at least like six, seven videos with one million on TikTok. It was crazy, like just like five thousand like followers a day. If you really just consistent with something, like you can really make it happen. I always watched YouTube and shit over TV. I was always watching videos before I was watching like a TV show or some shit like that. It came a time I was in like fifth or sixth grade. Literally all I watched was YouTube. So we in class one day, me and some of my homies, we all just like collectively came up with an idea. Like we just all young as hell. We like, hey, let's make a YouTube channel. We all just like subscribing to each other YouTube channels. We all made our own channel. So, like, that shit lasted for, like, two weeks. Everybody was just doing that to subscribe to each other. Three, four weeks go by. They all, like, forgot about that shit. He's just fifth and sixth graders. You know how they, like, the attention span is short. A month later, nigga, I'm still, you feel me? I'm actually, like, posting videos and shit. I'm still actually, like, recording videos, posting videos, like, trying to figure out how to edit them bitches. I got an Android phone. I'm trying to edit them bitches off my <laughs> phone. Bro. I'm, like, still going with that shit. Like, literally just kept posting and kept posting. And, like, I just kept watching the people that inspired me to start that shit. Seeing how far they got off of YouTube and seeing, like, the things that was coming to them just off of making videos. It was crazy to see. So I was like, you feel me? Like, I want to experience that. Like, and I feel like I can get that. I mean, I guess I can kind of say it paid off now because, like, I'm, I'm still doing it now. Like, I, we just talked about, like, my shit is monetized now. If I could ever go back in time and, like, just tell my younger self, like, bro, we got to, you getting paid to post videos now, bro. So, like, that's a childhood dream. I can't complain at all. I grew up watching YouTube, bro, like, Reaction Time, uh, mm -hmm. Top Notch Idiots. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah. a lot of YouTube channels, bro. Yeah, I grew yeah. up watching YouTube, bro. Like, everything I wanted to see, I was on YouTube. You know what I mean? I never watched, like, TV, none of that. So, and then now seeing that I could be in the position to do so. And me and my boys, we were talking about this, like, freshman year. Like, hey, we got to get on YouTube. Shout out George, because George's still doing his stuff. He playing basketball right now. But we was all doing our stuff, and we talked about it. We recorded a few videos, but we never pushed along with it, and we just mm -hmm. quit. And then something sparked. Like, last year, I hopped on the Free Sauce podcast, and that's what changed it all. I was like, yeah, this is what I need to do. I want to have a platform to be able to have people you know what I mean? Like us with dreams and ambitions to actually share our voices. Because there's a lot of people out here that want to find people who have like-minded goals as themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And there's really not much places where you can go to find that. But yeah. you can go on my channel mm -hmm. and then boom, you find a lot of, like you Bro, guys right now. Local people uh, that's like-minded. The audience that watches me 
they want to be better. They're all about self-improvement, being the best versions of themselves. Now they can network, tune into y'all communities, figure out what's going on. And then it's just a big networking. That's really why I did this. It's just mainly networking, bringing people together and platforming a voice for everyone. So yeah, I can really appreciate you doing this because like it's really a place like you said, like you got this damn near one stop shop. Like you got all of the local like minded people can come here and watch these videos and see what everybody has going on and tap in with them, giving people a platform, giving people a voice that don't got one. So I commend you for sure. I appreciate you guys for hopping on, man. Course, for real, for real. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Chicago Made BJ. Once again, my clothing brand Half Life. Y'all can find me on Instagram over there at underscore Half-Life Clothing. If you do go to ISU, tap in with me. You feel me? Probably going to be seeing this shit around campus a lot very soon. You can control your own narrative. If you really want to do something, don't let what, like the outsiders and like what other people saying and what other people venue-wise stop you from achieving that goal. Mm-hmm. Because you never know like what it could lead to. But my Instagram, Playboy Me, tap in if y'all need anything. And Playboy Visions, no reparations coming out soon. Make sure you like come up with your own reparations for sure. Thanks. Last thing, because I seen this quote the other day, and it really resonated with me. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. You ain't never planted an apple tree, ate an apple the same day from that tree. Anything worth having is going to take time. If it's really bound to have any form of longevity, it's going to take time to form. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. I always keep that in the back of your mind. But you have to plant that seed. You got to take gotta that action. You got to plant that seed first. You got to take that leap of faith. Make sure y'all tap in with my boy, j Y'all trying to get on a podcast, just DM him. Y'all want to get y'all perspectives out there, just DM him. And I'm telling y'all, it's definitely worth it. DCL, we out. Peace.